Hello, this is Jason E. Welcome to the Trading and Ascension podcast. Let me lay down a couple truths and you'll quickly know whether you should stick around or just move on. Within the known but hidden reality of your life is a version of you that is a master day trader, reaching all of your goals. And part of my life's purpose is to guide you through the personal and spiritual growth journey, revealing that version of you directly towards consistent profitability. And we do that on every episode. How? Well, on every show, our time is invested into unveiling transformative insights, the kind that that spark a fire within you and empower you to take immediate psychology-based actions that help you express the best version of yourself. That's boring. You're boring, everybody. Hey, thinking that? Get out of here. <laughs> Look, this is not entertainment. This is going in for goal attainment. Now for today's episode... Today's episode will be the first of a three-part series I'm calling Improvement Methods. Today's show will be the Relationship Method. So welcome. Welcome to Season 6. This is Episode 1. I'm going to drop a a new episode every Sunday. And last season was, was cut short, and I'll get into that later. But this is an important topic. I want to say this first. This is an important topic because a vast majority of traders, they either overlook this or they just don't have it on their radar. Thus, not always, but they're likely doomed to fail. If you, if you feel like you aren't growing fast enough in your trading, if you continue to make the same mistakes and can't seem to shake avoidable losses, keyword avoidable. If you can't seem to follow the trading strategy you are using and get the results that you want for yourself or maybe the results that were promised to you, if any of that's you, then this episode is for you. I'm going to lay out exactly what you need in this show and the next two shows in this three-part series so you can guarantee yourself, not me guarantee you, you can guarantee yourself that you will reach your trading goals. So stay tuned. Now, because of some shows, you know, being moved around, had a guest that removed themselves from the Internet totally. Um, With that being said, this is actually episode 100. I'm over here patting myself on the back. (laughs) So if you're new to the show, go back and listen to earlier episodes. I have no doubt I've grown as a trader. I've grown as a human. However, the information is timeless and it still will apply even if it's an older episode. For all of those who are trading Ascension, part of the family, welcome back. It's been a minute. And I was getting so much wisdom from the the guest and the the self-reflection and the mindfulness that I was undertaking that I needed time to implement it. I felt that was in the best interest of, of you and me. To make sure that I was getting the results that made me confident in being able to share those results. Now, I do notice, you know, you see on YouTube, you see on platforms, people like to ride the ways with people, right? They like to see the trader who's killing it and, and, you know, I'm doing all this great stuff. And then, oh, I blow my account. And some people resonate to that. You know, I, I, I like to make sure that I'm, 
getting the results. And it's not all about results because this is the personal and spiritual growth journey. But I just needed some time to make sure I was implementing the mass amount of wisdom that you'll find in these previous seasons. So again, go back, listen to them. And uh, boy, oh boy, I'm, I'm a different person. I missed you guys. Right. Thank you for all the emails uh, checking in with me. I know this is divine timing to come back and not in the fact that I have a lot of extra time. I'm probably busier than I've ever been, but I've got the invitation. Right. I got the invitation from the universe and from God to come back. And that's important uh, in my design or my makeup. Um, those who know know what I mean. So I have so much I want to tell you. Uh, and I want to talk about my time away and I'll do that, but I want to keep this to the point and ensure that I'm adding value to you in exchange for your time. So like we hate to drive through, let's get it in. So today's topic, it's going to be the first of a three-part series I'm calling Improvement Methods. Every episode this season will be life and career changing for those who this message is meant for. The Improvement method series will likely be a huge key to your trading and personal growth this year. And this is what I promote. My entire time in the trading business, running mastermind groups, conducting one-on-one mentorships, I promote traders to focus on the foundations of the business, being foundationally sound, being professional. And that foundation is both in business practice but also in mind, body, and spirit. If you are are new, uh, and since it's just been a a while since we spoke, I want to start there, right? So we can build from that. Now, listen, the foundation leading up to improvement methods series, the the series that we're going to do, I'm going to provide that now in this episode. And then we're going to go to new levels this season. You know, the last five seasons, they're, they're just peppered with foundational talk. And I'm not going to baby talk my audience, right? All my day ones, because you guys already know. So if someone gets on board this season, I'm going to just refer them back to this episode here, which is the foundation of what Trading Ascension stands for. And it's going to be a a summary of, of the other seasons, right? For the most part. So we'll deep dive just a bit here before we go into the improvement methods. So you all can get a perspective of what's been happening up to this point. But feel free to go back to the other seasons, uh, listen to all the successful people that we spoke with, that we interviewed. And I'm telling you, this is going to be an amazing season. And the reason I'm kind of laying it out like this is because for all my listeners who want to share the podcast, I just want you guys to know the direction we're moving in and the, the layout here. Again, that's for my my core audience, but welcome, welcome if you're new. Uh, So we have the foundation and this is how I teach the foundation. You need to start off with a strategy. A strategy in trading is something that you create or you get from a successful trader, maybe a combination of both. Your trading strategy should at least, remember at least, there may be more, but at least Include three things. I'm going to list them, then I'm going to break them down. The trading strategy should have market entry, trade management, and a market exit. Now, 
entry means that you know exactly what criteria you need to see what needs to occur for your reaction to be pulling the trigger and executing a trade. At this point, it's just unfiltered. You see it, you do it, right? You filter it later. We'll talk about that. But a lot of times this strategy is as simple as the name of it, right? I I trade breakouts or pullbacks. So market entry, what forces you to play? Non-profitable traders, new traders, undisciplined traders, they can too easily be coaxed into entering the market. They can guess when to play. Not us, no guesswork, right? You see it, whatever it is, for you, and you enter. That's the entry part of your strategy. Now you're in the market, and then you need a solid written plan on how you manage the trade, right? How you are going to uh, trail price action, how you're going to alter or not alter these, these, uh, these stop losses. Your profit targets, adding in, subtracting out, no guesswork. Then your strategy tells you exactly when to get out of the market. So a strategy is the first part of being foundationally sound in your trading business. Now, you're going to take that strategy, market entry, trade management, market exit, and you're going to make a trading plan out of this. A trading plan adds your strategy to three more things. And these three things are risk management, market context or experience, and beliefs. Now, all of these are going to be geared towards you reaching your goals. So you got to have a goal, right? Now, risk management is protecting your capital. Ensuring your trading account lives to see another session. This is really your main job, right? For someone listening, if you, there's someone out there, is what I mean, I'm speaking directly to, I bet if you, and I don't know this person, but I'm just saying this is going to apply to somebody, right? With this large of an audience. If you just flipped your mind around from making a buck to saving your account, you would probably level up and make better decisions. So risk management has all types of methods you can deploy from daily loss limits to weekly loss percentages to max per trade loss standards to uh, daily loss and winning stopping points. Two percent rule, one percent rule. Right. Whatever it is, the point is protect your capital at all times. And then we have market context. You know, and I've said this before, very few entry methods trigger every single time that factor happens despite market conditions. So if your trading plan does not consider market conditions, you have a strategy and you're falling short. It needs to be refined, right? If you do exactly what the name of your strategy is, remember I said breakouts or, you know, pullbacks. If you do exactly what the name of your strategy is every time, you're probably losing. You know, someone might say, I trade bounces off uh, the VWAP. Okay, well, if you take 100% of of bounces off that line there, that resistance, that support, you're going to blow your account. Another example might be if you're a price action trader and resistance is coming, or you trade the news and an announcement is coming. 
if you don't take in consideration market context, you're going to be in a bad way. Right? So you must have that step of customization to your strategy to make it work for you. And that comes from experience in the market. Even people with the same strategy, they don't always get the same results. Right? We all see the market differently. You have to have experience in trading your strategy. Then you can refine your entry for accuracy. And this requires data. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in more depth. But data is built from a trading log and a trading journal, tracking it, turning a strategy into a trading plan includes adding risk management, understanding market context, a.k.a. experience. And then the last thing you're going to add is belief. You have to believe your system will work so you don't second guess it and try to override it with emotional decisions in the moment. You stick to the plan when you have belief, right? And you created this plan in a clear mind, a non-emotional state, So it can fork any emotional upheaval that might be elicited out of you by the market. So you now are almost sound and ready for success. You have a trading strategy. You've added a few bells and whistles and you turned that strategy into a trading plan. And you might say, Jason. Why do I need all this planned out? Why can't I just react? Why can't I just go with the flow? Listen, we all know trading is 80% minimum psychology. We can't as humans avoid emotions. We know that. But we can act in our own best interests despite emotions. You know, acting in your own best interest was the book that we built the mastermind group off of. But we can only do that when we have a predetermined plan of action that we set up in a non-emotional state. So we have a set plan that says, when this happens, this is how I act. That way, we do not act out of emotion. For example, you know, new traders often get fooled by the revving of the market. And this is when price action is headed, you know, maybe towards a clear level of resistance. And what happens is the price will speed up so fast. And they'll think, wow, it's, it's, it's going to break out, right? And sometimes it will speed up and actually break a resistance. And then out of emotion, a trader will get FOMO, fear of missing out on this, this move that's coming. And they'll say, oh, I got to get in quick. Woo, ouch. And then it changes directions and they're trapped, right? One of the oldest tricks in the book, price revving. And I don't, I don't know if anyone's ever said that. Uh, I kind of made revving up, but it's something I see in my experience. Right. You see the price revved up and it's like, oh, I might need to get in. It's moving fast. My point is. You can never override the sympathetic nervous system. All you can do is have a plan to fall back on and hope you have the consciousness to execute it. Your clear strategy might be, you know, in your plan, it might say I get in at this price. You know, regardless of the resistance or I don't take trade into that type of resistance. And so when that revving happens, you have a plan. You're not acting out of emotion. Either way, you're acting in your own best interest and you don't have to react emotionally when the market wants you to. This is why you must be foundational. 
you know, the ego of some traders thinking they can go up against the banks, tenured professionals, and just guess and slack their way to success. You know, honestly, I believe if you don't want to put in the work, they say, oh, it sounds like so much. You're not deserving of the abundance that the, the market has to offer you. Or you don't, you don't love the game enough. You don't take the game serious. That's lame to me. And I bet you'll quit. Not you, right? It's not trading ascension listeners. But 90% of traders do, right? But with a trading plan, with that alone, you have a good chance of success. Not great, but good. Because you've taken the time to invest in your success with this trading plan. And again, the plan could have more, but what I've mentioned is the bare minimum. One thing is that you have to stick to it until the data says otherwise. If you're not following your plan, you're going to make emotional system changes and be doomed. You know, Mark Douglas, one of my favorite people in this industry, Polity Web, right? You one of the most popular shows on this channel, the founders of the industry of trading psychology, they tell us that system switching is one of the biggest reasons for trader failure. So outside of uh, emotional decisions in the market, we can be forced to make emotional changes outside of the market if we don't follow our trading plan. Without a plan, you may be pulled into a a low reward game of trying to avoid inevitable losses, right? You're trying to do too much. Oh, I lost. I got to change something. But loss, that's part of the game. Or you might be trying to change your system too often without data saying this isn't working. You're just emotionally not dealing well with losing. And listen, only with consistent input can we have consistent output and reliable data? If you have a plan and you follow it to the T, let's say for 20, you know, 50 trades, only then can you say, okay, what needs to change? And I always give that engine example or, or, or metaphor. You have the job, this is the metaphor, this is the example. I don't know if this, I think this is what you call a metaphor, right? You are optimizing an engine and you want to get as many. You want to maximize the miles per gallon of gas in this engine. So you test it. Test one, you drive the engine, you know, run it for five minutes. Let's just say it's just an engine sitting on a machine, right? You drive it for five miles with three-fourth tank of gas. Then you drive it for 50 miles, change the gas up, and adjust some of the parts. Then you put half a tank of gas in, drive it for three miles and change out some, some other parts related to it. And then you drive it for, you know, a hundred miles. And then you're looking at the data and you're like, whoa, why aren't, you know, we getting the results we want? Well, it's because the input isn't consistent. So that data is trash. Now, if you take 50 trades in 50 different ways and adjust something every single time, you're going to be running in circles for a long time. You're going to hit great highs, you're going to hit great lows, but you won't be consistent. I'd rather have a consistent outcome than ride a roller coaster, even if the highs were immense. Don't try to take on the banks, the supercomputers, the algos, the tenured 
agents or tenured um, traders. You remember the guy Larry, Larry P from a, a few seasons ago with 60 plus years trading experience? You think you're going to take money out of Larry's pocket, half-assing it? The ego of some traders. That's why you need to be foundationally sound. Now, let's say you're doing all of that. This is what you. This is what what I want to say. This is what gets you into the trading psychology game. And I was shocked. Let me take a quick drink here. I was shocked. I was blown away when I talked to Jared Tindler. Right. He was in season two. Well-known trading mindset coach works in golf as well, professional golfers, gamers. Um, But that show is called Injecting Logic. And Jared said, until you master your trading plan, you're not even fit to look at the psychology of the business. He said, until you master your trading plan, you can't even look at the trading psychology. At that point. And I'm like, wow. (laughs) So think about this, right? Because we all know that trading psychology is at minimum 80% of trading success. And you can verify that from any source, right? Any legit trading source will tell you that. I, every trading guest that I had, trader or trading psychologist, trading mindset coach, I asked them, what percentage do you think? Right. So you can go back and and do your test on this show. But all of them said, you know, at least 80 percent. I think one guy said 65. But he said something similar to Jared, that you had to be foundationally sound. He kind of explained that. Um, I think that was Eric. I have to remember who that show was. So either way, think about this. Until you have a trading plan, you can't even focus on what's 80% of success in your business. How far behind are you in reaching your goals if you can't even start the biggest piece of what it takes to be successful? It's like striving for a, a, a college degree and you're not enrolled in school. Do you understand why you have to get foundationally sound? I did. And so I entered into my first live trade and I've told you all this story before, but briefly. And I've told you, you know, how this led to me starting a podcast in the first place. I was foundationally sound. I, I, I knew enough of that. And I entered the market and wham, emotions. Ooh-wee, I was nervous. Oh, what's what's about to happen? And then I knew. That. My excitement from trading, you know, after that friend had introduced me, which turned into finding a trading strategy, which then morphed into a trading plan. I knew at that point it needed an action based action steps, mental and spiritual peace added to it. So I created an improvement plan, improvement plan. Now, the improvement plan took my trading plan. And made it a trading system. You need a trading system. To be a successful trader. An improvement plan. Is a systematic way to ensure. That I wasn't making the same mistakes. Over and over. I was improving. My trading plan. 
And willpower doesn't create change. You can't say, oh, I made this mistake. Yes, I won't do that again. Right. It doesn't work. If it did, people would be changing all the time. Oh, I shouldn't eat this. Won't do that again. Right. Diets would work. But, you know, that's not reality. You can't expect to make a different decision. When emotions hit. And you haven't changed from deep within. The change has to occur in order for it to be permanent. It has to occur from a deeper level. You have to change the roots before you get different fruit. So adding a improvement plan to a trading plan, and that plan has all the the former mentioned parts, that creates a trading system. And I'm sure, you know, we can go further on on that, but you know, on my journey, which is the show title, The Personal and Spiritual Growth, you know, or, or I should say business title, The Personal and Spiritual Growth Journey of Profitable Trading, getting to this point is the door into consistent results. And when you get there, you have a lot of different things you can do. And in this three-part series, we're going to talk about three methods, the reduction method, the relationship method and the reaction method. And I think you should use all of these at the same time before, you know, the ability to deep dive into these. We're going to talk about them separately. They build upon themselves in a certain order, at least in my mind. So I'm going to do what I think is kind of a linear, logical order to implement these starting the day with the relationship method. Next show, we'll talk about the reduction method. And then in the show after that, the reaction method, which is the most advanced in its its spiritual nature. When you deploy that. And really was the last thing that I deployed or that I really polished up because I was doing all of these at the same time, which I promote. But I polished up that last one before I started hitting the the major milestones that I planned on hitting when I first said, I'm going to give this a try. And I can't even I can't I can't even put into words the gratitude for the love of God and and the the wherewithal that was put into me to implement a trading system consistently to persevere through the darkest of times, the pain of loss, and now be able to share my experience, knowing that it will no doubt help those who gravitate wholeheartedly to this message here at Trading Ascension. The relationship method. Let's talk about improvement number one, the relationship method. Now, this is part of the the journey in which new information may be gathered. But really for the the rest of the path, it's going to be a lot about shedding things. But of course, you got to learn your strategy, right? Got to learn the market context. So you're adding a little bit of information here. But a lot of the path is going to be about shedding things. So the relationship is about a few things. First off, it's going to be building a relationship with your God essence. Whatever you want to call him, her, it, universe, Allah, Yahweh, whatever you want to call it. It's building a relationship with your God essence. It's building a relationship with your data or your data. Number two, 
And three, building a relationship with your inner dialogue. So let's talk about these action steps. Action steps. Setting up the foundation and applying the foundation and logging your results, right? Everything we've talked about, your trading plan creates an improvement opportunity. Just the opportunity. To build a relationship with your data from this point, you have to log trades. I've heard people say, my system, my platform trading, it it keeps my data. It's not enough. You know the saying, you can't grow or measure what you don't track? My mentor, Dr. Benjamin Hardy, always said that. It's, It's not you can't grow or you can grow what others track for you. It's not that. You have to be intimate with your data. Why, Jason? Why do you have to be intimate? Why can't I just look at my stats in the the system? Even if you look at the system, I suggest writing them down yourself. And this is why, you know, you you can tell when, when you know something, you can tell when something is added or something is missing. Now, this is a silly example, but let's say, follow me here. Let's say you're going on a, a blind date. If you, you know, the trade ascension listeners, you know how I do. So we're going to go into a silly story. But let's say you're going into a blind date, right? You walk into a restaurant. Say this from a guy's perspective. Can go either way. You see five women sitting alone. You will have no clue who your date is, right? Now, in trading, when you don't know your data, you have no clue where your success is. When you look at the numbers in in pictures enough to see what part of the trading plan is and is not part of your plan, you have a chance to see what is needed, right? So you're able to see your data, you know what is and what's not part of your data, and then you're able to see it or not see it in the live market. You know exactly what you're looking for. You become the person who walks in the restaurant and they say, "Uh, can I help you, sir? Uh, Yeah, I'm looking for my, 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 my wife. Oh, wait, oh, there she is, thanks. And you walk over there. That's knowing your data, right? It's like looking for a friend in the market, someone you know well, you have a relationship with, you can pick out of a crowd. Some of you are on blind dates with your trades. You don't know what you need. You don't know who you're looking for. You walk in the restaurant, and, uh, you know, the, the person at the front, can I help you, ma'am? Uh, yeah, I'm looking for my date. Uh, um, and then maybe you go sit down with someone and they say, uh, excuse me, seat's taken. <laughs> That's a lost trade. And you go to the next table and the guy's like, uh, hi. You're like, ooh, this might be the right table. Then a woman comes back from the bathroom. What the hell are you doing? And you get up. That's that short-term success. Thought you found the right thing, but it didn't work long-term. Right. Market might have changed. Something happened. You're like, oh, where'd my success go? Wasn't yours. You weren't intimate with it. Then you're back at the front of the restaurant seeking again. And I, and I, silly example, but I hope that makes sense. When you know your data, you know what you are looking for without a question. You're looking for a friend in the, in the crowd. It's a lot easier than looking for someone who was described to you. A successful person said, hey, look for this in the crowd. 
and you're not intimate with it because you don't know your data and you're like, oh, I can't really find it or I, I think this is it, right? You have to have a winning system target. And you can't have that when you don't have a relationship. You can't see it in real time. By logging trades and studying, you become familiar with what to do. Now, for me, this is a, a trading log that included when I entered the market, the entry, the exit price, the contract amount, and then some notes about the trade. Then I would take a picture and I'd put my risk management tool with the profit, the loss right there on the chart for the visual data of the trade. I have thousands of trade pictures, thousands upon thousands. I have hundreds of trade logs and sheets. I use Google Drive. If you need a trading log, said this before, email me. Tradingascension.com. Use the inbox. Let me know. I'll, I'll send it to you. Right? Something to start with. You can program it yourself. I use, uh, I use that in Google Drive. But with a trading log, you know, a trading journal is also going to help you know more about yourself. Yourself and the factors discovered from your, your, your journal, they're going to let you know what's blocking you. So when you're looking for your ideal actions in the market, when you're looking for your friend in the re restaurant, you know what to look for. Okay, so number one, you have to be intimate or relationship with your data. Number two of the relationship method of growth and improving your trading is the trading journal, which builds a relationship with your inner dialogue. A trading journal in which you write every day, I suggest before you trade, after you trade, if possible, after each trade. I, at the beginning of my journey, I sacrificed missing that next setup and whatever time it took to log that trade completely and to journal that trade completely. And there were a lot of times where I'm like, oh, I could have got back in. And then there were a lot of times where the trading journal stopped me from making bad decisions where I'm like, oh, I lost. If I just get back in, it will win. But no, I'm journaling. I'm not going to get back in until I finish journaling. I'm not going to make the same mistake. Because I, my ego says, oh, it should have went that way. You were just early. It does happen. But point is, is that I was injecting logic. And injecting awareness, like uh, Jared Tindler says. So before the trade, before the trading day, after the trading day, um, George Papasaw has an episode where he lays out the exact questions. He's, you can probably find on the YouTube channel as well on his episode or his snippet. He has four or five questions he asks himself to start the trading day. That's injecting awareness. You know, bringing light to anything that's blocking your vision. You're seeing your, your friend, you're building that relationship so you can recognize it in the market. Meaning that the actions you need to take and the things that are avoiding, you need to avoid for your success to be real. So here's an example. Let me, it's kind of out of reach. I'm going to get my journal here. Um, this is January 25th of 
2021, 22 or 2020. Nope. 21. So yeah, this is 21. Could be 20. Dates are a little weird on here. It says, um, started today, took five junk trades at the market crash as the market crashed. Uh, I lost most of my confidence. I can do better in life. I feel like I spent too much time with low quality people. Now I'm stuck as one. Uh, Maybe it's my karma. I took a a huge setback today. Feel horrible. Want to give up? I feel so lonely on this path. I've been in. This is the next day. 126. I've been in heavy emotions for over a week. Blew the account yesterday. And one day trying a new strategy. Um, I think I can win if I follow my plan. Today, I tried to stay patient. I walked away early because I was getting uh, a rush of emotions. Um, A little warm in my lower chest. Uh, Probably didn't get enough sleep. Started around 8.15. I feel focused. I drank focused coffee while listening to a binaural beat. I feel really energized and focused. Two wins. I easily quit. I took a sim on the way out. Um, I'm getting a little better with FOMO. 28. This be the last one. Um, started around 841. Heavy chest filling. Uh, first trade was a great setup. I think sending them to my accountability partner is a great idea. I hit my two trademark just before noon. Um, I did a real great job on focus with just minor distractions. Um, I'm trading from Panera Bread. Um, had to take my mom to a doctor appointment. I'm going to trade at the location. Um, I ordered a cinnamon crunch bagel, felt pretty good, got a sensation, um, lost the trade at the appointment. I wasn't focused, um, et cetera, et cetera. All right. So that's just a, a like two years ago. Right. So reading this now, I can clearly see, you know, a lack of rest I was getting. I know personally, I, I get a warm feeling when I haven't had enough sleep. Um, I can see. That I had a lack of confidence. Here, let me put this down or I'm going to keep wanting to read it. (laughs) Um, I can see that, you know, there were things blocking me. Excuses, low focus, low confidence. All of these things, they were stopping me from seeing my ideal trades, right? My partner in the relationship or in the uh, restaurant. I was walking into the wrong restaurant, it sounded like, right? So far off. Walking in wearing glasses, couldn't see clearly. Carrying baggage, so I couldn't even move my way around the the restaurant, knocking tables over, clumsy, right? I can't even relate to that person right now. He dreamed of being me. He hoped for this house, these trading results. He prayed for him. He prayed for the office that I sit in right now. Him writing down who he was allowed me to see clearly who he was and not be that person until he morphed into me. We're related, kind of, not really. He's my close ancestor, and I'm thankful for his actions. His pain is my gain. You have to journal to be real with yourself and write down who you are. Don't get caught in some new age positivity, personal approach that that causes you to be disingenuous and, and love yourself even when you suck. No, admit your faults and the things that are holding you back. When you write down things, you a few things. One, you're going to just release them, right? 
then you're going to take a snapshot of a mental state. And let's say, and the snapshots are important because let's say the next day after those days or that next week, because that looked like a pretty bad spring of days. Let's say the next week I got really lucky in the market on that roller coaster I talked about early. I would be in a different mental state and I would be blind to the previous state, right? Every energetic state has accompanying thoughts. When you feel good, you're thinking good. When you feel bad, you're thinking bad. And it's hard to do both at the same time. So if I didn't write that down, I would be blind to that previous state, allowing it to go back into the shadows where it'd be waiting to get attention again, right? We all know about the the shadow self. Maybe you don't, but the shadow self is going to sit waiting for attention. But by me bringing it to the light, it's able to be loved by the light of awareness, dissolved, never to return again or return with less power. Use your journal. At this stage, I don't journal as much as I did at the beginning because I set the foundation that grew into different habits. If you aren't consistently profitable or whatever goal you have, if you're not journaling and you're on the goal path, you're doing yourself a disservice by lacking that amount of professionalism. Journal for you. Journal for your goals. Journal for your future self. Thank you. Thank you, former Jason. Like Moses, you led me through the desert for a long time, long ass time. And you died at the edge of the promised land for me. And I stand on your shoulders with love and gratitude. And I will never forget your sacrifice, old Jason. I'm almost in tears. Saying it, but I mean it. He did what it took for me to become manifested in this reality. And so the last part here is the relationship with your creator. And this is simply put, you must meditate. When I say meditate, I just mean sit in silence. It's only in silence that you can see what is blocking your success. The silence and our ability to stand is it in this silence is the essence or the lack of essence that we have. You know who you are when you know who you are before you are added on to, you know thyself. You must be able to know how you feel and who you are before you are added on to. When you know your essence, You can feel sooner when you're away from it. When your natural state is familiar, an unnatural state is easy to detect. You ever seen someone blow up just in emotions, anger or frustration, road rage? Someone in a line just blows up. Oh, the line. I got to get somewhere. This line's long. Right. You know that that didn't come from that event. You know it was built up. They got so far into a a bad place that they just exploded. They ignored themselves so long that they had to lash out for attention in in an attitude, right? And unfortunately, when these people explode, other humans have to be involved in their 
lack of spiritual awareness. Sucks for them, right? To be around for that. They say you can start with five minutes a day. You know, I, I never started with the minimum uh, of, of things. But if you feel that you're so busy that you can only invest, self-invest five minutes, then do that. Sit, breathe. That's it. You don't have to start with some advanced guided meditation in 40 minutes and half a day. You don't have to do that. Sit, breathe. Set a timer, sit, breathe. You have baggage that you have to drop in order to receive new things. It's a mistake to think that you need to add more to your being at the start of your your trading journey or any growth journey. We first need to drop some shit. It's only until you figure out who you are do you know what's not you and what to drop. When you sit in silence, thoughts are going to arise. And of course, you aren't those thoughts. You're the one thinking those thoughts. So they're added onto you. You're the witness of them. If you didn't meditate, you could easily think that you are those thoughts. And then you think you're the next thought and the accompanying emotion. And then the next one and boom, you explode into rage, frustration, or any other emotions. These emotions that sit in the shadows just needing attention. The start of your goal journey is to build self-knowledge. The knowledge you need can be found in meditation, sitting in silence and just watching. If you have to, write some things down. You'll soon see that you've been getting slapped around by your mind. And because silence is beyond your mind's capacity or capability, right? The mind is built to think. Therefore, the lack of thinking is death. And I don't know your relationship with death, but dying can bring up all kinds of fear, emotions, and things in humans. We're genetically programmed to fight for our lives, right? Until you have to unlearn that. But your brain is the same way. It's going to fight for its existence, right? The same way if someone put their hands around your neck, you're going to knock those hands down. Hey, hold on. I got to breathe. Your brain fights tooth and nail. To keep thinking, because thinking keeps the brain alive. And your brain knows you better than anything, and it knows where you're weak. So when you try to meditate, it's going to address your weaknesses. It's going to address your fears. It's going to address your your curiosity, whatever it takes to keep thinking. It's going to say things like, hey, uh, don't you need to send an email? We don't, we don't have time for this. We're busy. I gotta, I gotta think. I gotta think. Hey, you left the oven on. What if this place catches fire? Go check. Go check. You know what? Reading is the same as meditation. Let's read. Ooh, ooh. You know what? I think if we watched a YouTube video on meditation, that would be great. I don't think we're doing this right. <laughs> right? Whatever your weakness is, your brain's gonna go for it, and you going to fall for it likely. Hey, your ankle itches. Is someone standing there? Open your eyes. It's going to get you, but you can fight through it if you persevere. Just sit in silence, right? Don't fall for those tricks that your brain's trying to do to save its life. So listen, let's recap. To reach your trading goals, you need a trading system. 
This system starts with a trading strategy. To that strategy, you add risk management, market experience, and belief that it will work. Then you have a trading plan. You execute your trading plan consistently over time. And to improve on this plan, you need an improvement plan. The first improvement plan we talked about today was the relationship method. You apply the success method by meditating, logging trades, and keeping a trading journal related to the overall trading-related activities. If you dedicate to this level of professionalism, you're going to grow quickly towards your trading goals. We're going to talk about the next two methods in the next two shows. We're going to keep the train moving. Thank you for listening. This show was really fun to create, and I'm blessed to be positioned to discuss these topics with you. Um, if you enjoyed and if you benefited from our time together, give this podcast a positive vote, a like, or whatever the platform that you're listening on provides, and I'd really appreciate that. Share this podcast with a trader that you want to see grow into success. And then check out TradingAscension.com for blogs on the trading mindset and trading psychology. You can reach me there as well. Don't miss out on the free trading psychology course. There is nothing like it, and it will no doubt enhance your trading business and results. Now, you'll find videos and links to the masterclass on the website, TradingAscension.com. So go get it now. And last thing, remember to be the hero of your story. <laughs>